0: in our lives where God wants to, to bring closure to things and, and, and bring us into the next chapter, so to speak. Like He wants to end chapters in your life and, and um, begin new chapters. I believe that's really something that God wants to do in people's lives is, is to bring some closure in your life on some things that, that you need closure brought on. And um I'm going to take a big risk and I could get really in trouble for doing this but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I just feel like this is the lord. Um first let me do this cuz I'm distracted by this really bad is we need to take an offering up, okay? So let's just do that right now. And so I'm, I'm sorry I'm being unreligious about doing this offering but it just is a distraction to me. So Let's get a couple of guys. God, uh everything that we do in your name and by your spirits blessed. So I just ask you that we would give in your name and give by the by the power of the Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. So I want you to no, wait on the kids. I think this is important. Um let me read this scripture to you. This comes out of 1 Corinthians three, is verse five. It says, uh, "Who then is Paul and who is Apollos? But ministers through whom you believed, as the Lord gave to each one. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then, neither who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one." And each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, you are God's building. According to the grace of God which was given to me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw... Each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire, and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple you are. Now, here's what I want to say. Um, I believe that the Lord had Arthur Burke call me and ask it, made himself available to come to our church and speak. And... When I was a real young Christian, Arthur um, used to come to our church and speak. And I was uh, the kind of person who was pretty bent on backsliding at that point in my life. That was where my heart was really at. It was really bent on backsliding. I really, really deep deep down inside didn't want to follow the Lord. Um, But when he would come and speak, he would say things that I knew were the truth. And those things really bothered me because I knew they were the truth. And, you know, over time, you know, over a few years of him coming and speaking, he really had a big impact on my life. And the impact was this. is He never really taught me how to do anything except for he taught me and showed me what it was like to be a son of God. That that was really what I felt like he imparted to me. He didn't really impart to me how to be a pastor or how to preach or or any of those things, but he really imparted to me is the the whole character of following the Lord as a son. And really I have spent, you know, the rest of my Christian life trying to walk out the revelation that I felt like that Arthur presented back in those early years, and if you've been in this church very long and you've been influenced by the ministry in this church, you've, you've been influenced by, indirectly, by Arthur. Um, so, I think one thing, what I want to do, and this is where I could get in trouble at, because <laughs> I know how Arthur is; he don't, he don't mess around, but. One thing I feel like the Lord has given me in my life is this, is God wants to, for us to hold on to the things of the past that are from Him while passing them on to the next generation. You understand what I'm saying? We can't live in the past. We have to live in today. And what God has for us today. But there's things from the past that God wants to pass on. You hear what I'm saying to you? Are you all with me? And I think that we have to somehow grasp the past and what God did in the past. And still grasp the future. And pass it to the future. And I think that's really what our heart has been in this church. And sometimes we've neglected the past uh, to our detriment. Does this make any sense? <laughs> I feel like I'm sort of... Anyway, Arthur, would you do one little thing for me? Would you come up here? And I want to do something symbolically, okay? And I would like for Matt Stewart to come up here. (laughs) And what I want to do is I want to grasp Arthur's hand. And this is just representative, okay, of what I believe God wants to do for us. I want to grasp Arthur's hand, and I want to grasp Matt, Matt Stewart's hand. Matt being a representative of a next generation of men that God wants to and women that God wants to raise up. Um, and just before the Lord, you know, somehow, Lord, help us to pass along the things that are real, not the things that are crummy, but the things that are real. And that's that's really. What I feel in my heart so and I'm just doing this as a represent anybody else want to I'll hold that for you yeah. pray. Lord here I am this morning I, I really do believe there's a closure you want to bring but it's not the end Lord it's not the end. I believe you want to open up a new chapter. So Lord all that Arthur represents and all that Arthur has imparted and given Lord, we want to be able to, Take that and hold on to it, Lord, and never let go of it, but we want to give it away, Lord. Well, we don't, we don't want it to end with us, Lord. So God, somehow this morning, I'm asking you that you would let us pass along, Lord, what you've done and what you've given to prior generations without being living in the past and without trying to do something we don't have authority to do, Lord. I just ask you to do that in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's uh, dismiss the children because I know they want to. They got something special they want to do, and this is Arthur Birdie. He's only 89 years old, <laughs> but we love Arthur dearly. And I may be getting rebuked in the next few minutes, but because <laughs> he will, he he will set you straight if you need to be set straight. But I really do want to say this and. And Arthur will give glory to God. I really want to say I really love this man. And I love what God has did in him. And I love the impact that he had on my life that really continues to this day. I really do. And so I just want to bless him and honor him as unto the Lord. So let's really give him a hand and give the Lord a hand.
1: Where do you want me to
0: go? Well, I want you to go right here, wherever you want to go. Okay here? You have to hold that thing. Yeah. You want me to hold yeah. it for you? <laughs> I'll hold it for you. No. <laughs> right. Hmm? Would you like a stand? Sure. Would y'all bring a stand over here while he gets ready? And while he's they're doing that, we have a ministry team meeting tonight at 7 o'clock. I want you to come and I want you to bring your Bibles. And we'll do the rest announcements later. How about that? <laughs> Can we get that thing in that stand, Chuck? We can't. Now, get another. No, 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 leave that. How about another microphone? This one? Douglas? Do little technical things here. Everybody just relax. You're going to be okay. (laughs) Is that okay, Arthur?
1: Yes, sir. One other thing.
0: A chair.
1: I like to stand and sit. Go
0: A, a chair, or you on a stool?
1: No, that's okay. Thank you. Thank you, God. <clears throat> Mostly, <clears throat> at the beginning of a book, is something called a preface. A preface. It's something that nobody bothers to read. (laughs) But this is a preface, and you are a captive audience. Either you kick me out, or you go out. Otherwise, we are tied to a preface. And this is the preface that I would feel to bring. There are three men. There's the man that I think I am. There's the man I want you to think I am. And there's the man that I am. Now, the man I think I am is a lie. The man I want you to think I am is a lie, and the man that I am is a liar. <laughs> That's a preface. the man I think I am. Oh, God, make me real. Let me get rid of all this puff, pride. Robbie Burns, the Scottish poet, <clears throat> he said, Oh, what to God the gift of us to see yourselves as it has see us. Or would to God the gift would give us to see ourselves as others see us? Have you ever thought of that? Have you ever thought how people see you? Of course. I am Arthur Bird, God's man of faith and power. Have you read my books? Have you had my tapes? Have you heard about my ministry? That's the man. I think I am. Robbie Burns says, Oh, would to God the gift would give us to see ourselves as others see us. Instead of that, I am a pompous old ass. <laughs> a little old age pensioner with a bent back and doesn't even know when he has a drip on the end of his. No. Tell you my story. <clears throat> oh, this is still a preface. Are we all right, brother, to time? Okay. <laughs> well, this is the preface. <clears throat> there was a very rich lady And unfortunately, she never knew when she had a drip on the end of her nose. So she talked to the butler, and she said, Jeeves, when I have a drip on the end of my nose, I would like you, especially in company, when I'm talking to people, I would like you to say, Madam Johnson is at the door. <laughs> and I will know what you mean. One day she had company. She was talking and the butler said, Madam Johnson is at the door. She didn't hear. Madam Johnson is at the door. She still didn't hear. Madam, Johnson's in the soup. (laughs) Do you know who Johnson is? Me. Me. I go up the allotment back at home and if the weather's cold and in the winter I don't even know when I've got a drip on the end of my nose. My wife or my daughter would say, "Dad, Johnson's at the door. Now, you wouldn't know this, I don't think. I don't know whether there's anybody older than me in this meeting. I'll be 90 in May, God willing. But when you get old, I was all right up to about 75, but when you get old, your memory begins to slip and your nose begins to drip and your eyes become dim and you don't always see when you've got a stain on your shirt shouldn't be any stains on this I only put the thing on a couple of hours ago but your eyes are dim you know I drove for sixty five years. When I first started to drive there were no tests. And over the years I've considered I was a good driver. Never had a mark, never had a rebuke, never once. But I found when I got into my eighties that I had to slow down to read signs, especially at night time. Now, that was the very thing that I judged little old men for doing. (laughs) When I was younger, I'd see these little old men slowing down to read signs, and I judged them. Then, I became one of them. The word of God says, judge not that you be not judged. You don't have to be 89 to learn that. You can begin now. That's the preface. I'd like to read something, and as far as I know, as far as I know, I left it in John. So, it should still be there, shouldn't it? Shouldn't have any legs on it, walk away. Now... In the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 19, this is the record of John. They said, Who art thou? Who art thou? And they even asked him if he was the Christ, the Messiah. How many men have ever been asked that question? This is the peak of power, of prestige and of a man's personality when people could wonder whether he was the Christ. Could you imagine somebody saying to you, are you, are you the Christ? Well, no. But a certain measure of power and position comes to us all that involves us in who am I? And I may receive subtly, dangerously that I'm somebody that's important. Who are you? Who are you? He confessed am denied not, I am not. They asked him, who are you? He said, no. They said, who are you? That we might give an answer. What do you say about yourself? What do you say about yourself? The man that I think I am. You see, the human heart is so deceitful. Now this is vital, because the issue is bearing. You will always have what you can handle. But can I handle it? Handling is vital, but the basis upon handling, the basis what God gives you depends upon who you are, or who you think you are. Now, God does much with little, most with least, and everything with nothing. God does much with little, most with least, and everything with nothing. What do you think about yourself? Are you little, are you least, or are you nothing? Well, if you're nothing, you won't think you're nothing. Self-consciousness dies in the presence of God-consciousness. Who am I? See, here I am this morning. Well, who do I think I am? I wonder what these people think about me. Well, if I'm wondering what these people think about me, I'm missing God. God never called me to preach to his people. He called me to minister to him before the people, but to the Lord. I wonder what they think about me. Is my hair down at the back? It's my <laughs> I wonder if they like me. I wonder whether I'm getting across. And all this garbage, our brother read about it this morning. It gets burned up. Your rubbish gets burned up in the fire and you are going to meet God in fire. No one's going to avoid it. Every man. If you're committed to the flames, you can't negotiate with the fire. That's your destiny. There'll come a day when I stand before the presence of God to give an account. Well now this man, John the Baptist, the Bible or the Lord Jesus says about him, Amongst those born of women there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. You turn away a bit. Get over here. And that's it. Behaviorism. Um Have you considered that? Amongst those born of women, there's never risen a greater than John the Baptist. But notice, the governing factor is those born of women. Now, those who are born again are in another kingdom. And he that is least, in this, is greater than the greatest in that. Now this is elementary. We know this. Numerically, fifty is greater than ten. But ten dollars is greater than fifty cents. We know that. In this kingdom, the least is greater. The last Is first. God alters everything. Now, this man, there was never a greater, but when the Spirit of God begins to deal, and you begin to see, he said, I am the voice. That's all. I am a voice. What do you say about yourself? I'm a voice. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness alone. No other sound. A voice in the wilderness crying out. Make straight And then he says, he testifies, he it is whose coming after me is preferred before me, verse 27, whose shoes latch it, I am not worthy to unloose. Then he says, verse 29, behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of Of the world. This is He. Wonderful. That's what happens when the anointing of God is on you. Isn't it wonderful? Behold the Lamb of God. Don't look at me. I'm only a voice. Behold the Lamb. See Him. He takes away the sin of the world. Wonderful. Wonderful. But how does he finish up? Do you know the difference between on and in? Do you know the difference between the anointing on you and the work in you? John the Baptist Had the anointing on him. But afterwards, from a prison cell, he doesn't say, this is he. He says, art thou he? This can't be the same man, the same man. Don't judge him. You're no different. When the anointing's on you, Hallelujah! Kula makala makila makala. Oh, the Lamb, the Lamb. Glory, glory, glory. But when the anointing lifts, now John knew, he saw it in in the anointing. He must increase, I must decrease. Back to the beginning where we started, God does much with little, most with least and everything with nothing how can i become nothing that god might do everything and all the glory shall be his this is the issue this is the issue